has to pay the iron price. I have to pay the iron price. I'll never never respect you while he lives. Watch it all come around as I lay on the ground. Joffrey, Cersei, Ill and Pain and Hound. They all think I'm lost, but I know where I'm found. I'm the blood in the north when it all comes down. My word is my bond, and my bond is my word. Valar, Daenerys, all men must serve. See as the raven flies, and time slips by. Valar, Mogulus, all men must Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast brought to you by BaldMove.com. We're the officially unofficial podcast for HBO's Game of Thrones television series. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. How much do you hate George R.R. R. Martin right now, Jim? God, I hate him. God, I wanted Oberon to win that. And he did! He did. He did. He just got cocky. Well, he didn't get cocky. He got he wanted, vindictive. He, he got... Yes. He, what he wanted out of that fight was different from what Tyrion wanted out of that fight. Sure. Now... And, but Jesus Christ, how brutal. <laughs> it was insanely brutal. Uh, definitely the most brutal thing I've seen on this show, which is probably the most brutal thing I've seen on TV, period. <laughs> Stands a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, te- okay, educate me about the rules of trial by combat, because Tywin seems to think, though both of them died pretty clearly, that the first one to die loses? Well... I can either confirm or deny the death of oh, either Jesus. combatants. Okay, so the mountain might have win, might have lived uh, through a spear through the chest. But I guess neither yield. And then that's the thing. Neither yielded, sure. and Oberon's definitely Oberon dead. was definitely dead before the mountain was. Sure, and thus uh, by t- that Tyrion or uh, Tywin called it the way Tywin wanted to call it. Sure, I just think he was a little overzealous calling it in the favor of. <laughs> Himself. Oh no no the crowd the crowd would definitely be unhappy. This is a split decision, very controversial. <laughs> all right, I mean we won't know, I guess that because you won't tell us until feels like the fix next is week. in. All the Westeros sports books were in uproar. I yeah, mean, there is just. I mean the amount burnt. of money that Tyrion lost on that battle too. <laughs> I mean he had so much writing on that. I I tell you what, uh, I thought it was really badass. It's yeah. one of the few times. There, where what I imagined happened on the page lined up almost exactly, and the way Oberon fought, mm-hmm. the general tenor of the contest, the crowd reaction, the uh, his dialogue, everything was just spot fucking on, and I mm. could not. I mean, I could be happier if they rewrote the thing so Oberon won. <laughs> but barring that, I don't know that I could be be happier with it. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is why it took me a long time to really get in the feast, because I just felt like I had my heart ripped out three different times by this current book, Storm of Swords. Hmm. It wasn't just Rob. Every single time I got my, got my uh, fanboy heart behind somebody else, nope, nope, <laughs> fuck you. He's going to die, too. It just felt like he was fucking Mm. with me after a while. Yeah, so it's crazy how much I lose as a viewer in this one outcome. Because Mm. not only am I losing a character who I've grown to appreciate, if not enjoy watching Oberyn, I potentially lose Tyrion, who is easily my favorite character in the show, still. He's definitely right up there. So... You let me down, Oberyn. You let me down. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's the other, I think, interesting thing about Game of Thrones is Oberyn won mm-hmm. handily. Yeah. But managed to lose because he didn't put his 
boot to the guy's throat when he could have mm-hmm. uh, because he was pursuing justice over just ruthless pragmatism. Uh, he's a flashier Ned Stark. Okay. I guess. Uh, and I don't think Ned Stark has nearly as much sex as Oberyn did. <laughs> <laughs> With nearly as many people. Yeah. Uh, so let's... The, the other thing, I, I don't want to move on from this quite yet. Okay. It's clearly well, the main well, event. It, obviously. And we will have... It, halfway through it, I was like, oh my god, is this even going to happen this I, episode? Dude, I was... Th- so much shit happened this episode uh-huh. that I, I actually had a brief, as a podcaster, mm-hmm. flash of panic that I had spoiled the title. I was like, shit, I call, I said this is the Mountain and the Viper. Maybe that happens next week. And then I looked at the TV <laughs> and I'm like, there's still 20 minutes. I guess they could fit all this in. Yeah. But this was a jam-packed episode, Tons of crazy they stuff. They cut happened. it really close and they didn't even go to Tyrion until like fifteen minutes before the episode was over. And then he had this long monologue about this moron. I was freaking out. I was freaking out because I was looking I was worried. And I'm like, well, maybe it's one of those things where it's like goes an hour and six minutes. I, uh, and I hit, you know, yeah. the button that showed me and I'm like, no, actually it's short. <laughs> oh shit. I've spoiled this thing and people are gonna be on my ass for you know and then yeah. I started I started rationalizing. I was like, well, maybe I fucked it up, but <laughs> they knew it was gonna be the Mountain versus the Viper, didn't they? I mean we sure, knew that last yeah. week and so yeah, it but it didn't feel nothing felt rushed. No, 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 it didn't. Uh, the, the one other thing I did want to talk about just as it relates to this battle is you couldn't really have Oberyn win, I think, because if he does, Tywin is in mortal danger, right? I mean, if the mountain says, like, points and says, that's the guy who ordered yeah. it, Oberyn's just going to go up and kill him right there on the spot, probably. I mean, maybe he's smarter than that. He would kind of, you know play his cards close to the vest and then wait for his opportunity. But you kind of know the fate of Tywin now that's totally up in the air. Yeah, I don't, I, again, if you want to play Westerosi, what if, uh, but I, I, what would he do? Would he just pick a spear up and wing it right at Tywin? Just that would be their a opinion idea. to his chair. Um, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> I, I, it, but he is pretty hot blooded. I don't know, but, yeah. uh, well, he was hot blooded. Now his blood is did cooling. Did you think on the so? Pavement. Did what were you, what were your what was your thoughts? Let me back up and unpack this. Um, you're watching the episode before the episode started. What was your gut telling you who'd win? Oberyn, really, hundred percent. Yeah, holy shit. Because I there's thought... no use for the mountain. The mountain is just a big oaf with a right, sword. Right. Oberyn is an interesting character who Certainly. is the leader of a fucking kingdom. Yeah. The you George... would think he'd stick around more than the George Martin the game. just can't wait to throw guys like that away. Look at this beautiful thing I've crafted. Uh, right? Crumble, crumble. Um, I actually think George Martin is the moron. <laughs> the, this is actually a commentary on George Martin's authorial style. That okay. there is no rhyme or reason. He's a thuck, thuck, thuck <laughs> with his stone and killing these, these just Over countless numbers of these beetles. Yeah. Hmm. Um, by the way, that passage is not in the book. They invented a long really? ass scene between Jamie and Tyrion. And I was sitting there as I was watching this like, huh, what the fuck? Is this just filler? It doesn't seem like they need filler. Or am I supposed? But I started thinking like maybe this is a poking a little fun at Martin Sixpence. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, not like 
you know, severe mockery, but just kind of like a wink. Sure. But it's but it went on for a long time for that. It did, and I'm I'm sure it has a lot of meaning, you know, as far as Tyrion's character goes. I'm gonna have to watch it again, sure, because I I was just like, okay, okay, get on to the fight. Yeah, this is just the instant take. We just watched yeah, yeah. this episode five minutes ago, and uh, you know, even though I knew what was coming, like. I still got this rush of adrenaline and, mm-hmm. you know, and then the sick feeling in my stomach, especially since it was so gruesome. <laughs> it was really Jesus, gruesome. Jesus, that was something else. The teeth coming out was one thing, and then he yeah. grabs his face. Yeah, and then he, it's like, oh, oh, wow, he's really getting those thumbs in the eye sockets. Yeah. Wow, it's, they're really doing this right by the book. And then yeah, and I still thought the... he was going to, like, pull out some Obi-Wan shit and win the battle, yeah. even with his eyes bleeding or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, kick him in the dick and roll out from under him. No. Now, once no, the mountain his head had exploded. him, once the mountain had him, is all over. So many other things happened. Um, let me pick one at random: the sack of Moat Kalen. That is that's whatever where... Riverlands that they wanted to take, right? Yep. Uh, okay. Ramsey Bolton sent Theon Reek Greyjoy up mm-hmm. there to do his dirty work. Promised the guy safe passage. Another gruesome scene. Another gruesome scene. This is very uh, Genghis Khan, and that how many times yeah. can you? Yeah, yeah. Can you promise safe passage and then flay every living motherfucker <laughs> and get away with it? Ramsey's well, going to test that theory. If apparently. you kill them all, no one will ever know. I, I guess, guess that's true. I guess yeah. that's true. So uh, it's too late. Yeah, that was that was pretty. This was a really gruesome episode. It was. Bring on some. I, I would. I could use some sex position to clear my clear my mouth of all this. Uh, what did you think of Theon's near breakdown? Uh, I was thought I was very intrigued by the way that was going where. Um, the Ironborn that was actually in control of the castle, the sickly one, uh, they got a splitting headache. Uh, It seemed like when he was telling Theon off that Theon was going into full mental breakdown mode, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, I guess a little bit. Um, I don't know. I was was more concerned about the blood that got spat on his face Ah, because that seems dangerous. A guy with a plague spits in your face. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially his blood. Uh, uh, and he's going to yeah. go give Ramsay a bath, and then Bolton. Then he's going to give Roos a bath. Yeah, yeah, that can't be good. It's just a big. It's just a big scrubbing chain. You know, one guy scrubbing each other's back in a bathtub. I guess. Um, and Reeks in the back. He just gets scrubbed. What do you think the tender father son scene between Ramsay and Roos? Uh, uh, unfortunately, I liked it. This. I mean, he deserved the reward, right? Ah, uh, well, what's this? What's deserve in in the hands well, of a vicious beetle killing god? Yeah, no, I agree. But in context, I think you know he did everything that Roos wanted him to. Yes. Uh, do you think I? Never mind. Let me go on a different track. This episode, I think, and they all look like a million dollars, but this looked like ten million dollars. Yeah, yeah. That that on location shots of them with yeah. him saying like you know look. Look, Ramsey, everything the light touches is our kingdom. <laughs> and and uh, he's like, what about that shadowy Simba. place? Oh, that's our dread for it. It's the best place. Um, I thought that just was phenomenal uh-huh. that they yeah, that... F- scouted that location, found that location, hauled everyone's ass out to that location <laughs> and filmed it. It just paid off because it was fucking epic. Yeah, it looked fantastic. The scene of the trial by combat where they were showing the mountain and uh, Oberon and they panned up and you could see the red keep and just, you know, how massive mm. that was in the background. That was all CGI, but it looked amazing. Sure. I thought it was a great looking episode. Uh, anything we want to talk more about the Boltons or should we get to what's going on in the Eerie? I'll tell you what's a great looking Still episode. Still not rating a location. 
that Mo oh, Kalen yeah, yeah. does, but Deary, they're we've fuck, been there for four Deary. episodes now, and they yeah. don't give a shit. Uh, I'll tell you what looks amazing. What's that? What's her face? Sansa? No, no. Come on, da- Danny's uh, handmaiden. Oh, or sidekick, Ms. whatever Sandy. she is now. Sure. Yeah, Miss Sandy. Uh, wow. All right, Grey Worm going after that. Uh, so what do you think about Grey Worm? You think he's got a meat and yeah. or two veggies? Do you think they missed? And and you know, so it makes a lot of sense that the they assembly would not... line where they just cut the scrot in the dick. <laughs> They just missed Whoops. one. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, just circumcised. It. Well, he's it's, our, it's like a conveyor belt of little boys coming by. And then they never noticed it in the 20 years since then? I don't think so. I think that they probably would not take off the testicles, right? No. I Because that's what produces the testosterone, testosterone which... which makes you a badass warrior, which gives you muscle, like... All yes. the things that you need to be a badass warrior come from that, basically. But and, and they made a point of that. This guy's got a slender build, and they even talked about that in, in the scene where the slavers kind of like talking about them as pieces of meat. You know that the the huh. the uh, unsullied are not physically imposing specimens. Really? They they okay. they just have iron will, discipline, and superior tactics and whatnot. That's also a. a- According to this show, I don't know how realistic this show takes these sort of like physiological things. But according to the show, it seems like that's also the source of any desire. Sure. So I'm very confused. I'm super confused too. What's down there at this point? Yep. Especially since the episode itself is. We should send Ramsey in. Let him find out. <laughs> Let him get to the bottom of this. He's the yeah. expert at... Oh, you guys did this all wrong. Yeah, this I is mean... a botch job. You left half a testicle, <laughs> three quarters of a dick. This man can still want a woman. Let Give me give me your blade. Uh, no, I'm super confused. I don't know where they're going. If I had a spoiler section on this, I would love to talk to the spoiler-loving listeners about what they think. Um, I got a few ideas, mm-hmm. but no, honestly, I... I'm very confused. This obviously, we we talked about this before. This situation is not in the book, so I I really am kind of in the dark. Um, okay, but I'd be I'll be very disappointed if it turns out that these unsullied have testicles because what the what is the point of cutting off a dude's dick? I don't even know because I've often wondered that. Like, if you lose your dick and not your testicles, you just want to have sex, and it's yeah. like you've got the fandom cock syndrome? I assume so, yeah. And it's like an itch you can never scratch? That would be terrible. That would just enrage their soldiers, and you would think, so, you think yeah. they would turn on them. Yeah, yeah. No, I think if you want to soldier without desire and kind of like an automaton, you'd take the whole thing. You you varus them up. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Eerie. Okay. Uh, somehow we got off onto what's going on in Marine before we got to Eerie. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Miss Sandy. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Sansa Stark, Masterclass in Lying. She's been taking a mail order series. Uh, what did you think of that? Pretty powerful stuff. Did you buy it? Did you buy the Lords I... of the Vale lining up behind Baelish in this circumstance? Yeah, I bought that they bought it. Okay. Um, I think her performance was really good. Really good. Um so not surprising that they bought it. I'm just kind of surprised that she went along with Baelish. I'm not totally certain why she did at this point. What do you think she's trying to do here? It seems like she's trying to replace her aunt. She even kind of looked a little Liza. Yeah. 
Yeah, like a that black a, dress, a less creepy version of Liza, but she's still kind of a very much a little kid. So, sure, I don't know where, you know, on a Chris Hansen scale, we are with this stuff. I assume she'd have to get rid of Baelish. She'd have to get rid of Robin, who are you know husband and direct descendant. So, what do you think about uh, the the what? I mean, Robin's got. Looks like he's on his way out. I mean, yeah, Peter's that's got fine. everybody saying, "Ship him out." Yeah, have him on a tour of the Vale. Good, it's dangerous out there. He needs to get his head knocked around and have uh, suffer some unfortunate hunting accidents. <laughs> Is that where they're going with that? Or maybe, maybe. I think it would be. However, he dies. It's equally as satisfying as him going out the moon door. Uh, are you surprised that Sandor made it through the Vale? This the episode dog, or at all? Yes. No, just this at all. No. Where do you think this is going? Because Arya found it hysterical that he shows up three <laughs> days after yeah. his, her aunt got. Well, I mean, they've been trekking across the Seven Kingdoms. No, no. I thought trying was, to redeem right, her, and right. it's, it's just not working. The hound can't catch a break. Right. So that was too perfect. Uh, I love that. I, I don't know. I mean, where this goes from here... I assume they go inside and she meets up with Sansa. I mean, at this point, why wouldn't they go inside? Uh, that's a that's a great question. I don't see anything that would keep them from uh, meeting up now. This was kind of the Hound's last resort. Right. Like, everybody else in your family is dead. I'm going right. to take you to the last person who gives a shit. Right. So, yeah, they've got to go inside and they've got to meet back up. And I don't know that they'll even like each other at this point. I mean, they mm. left on pretty bad terms. That's true. They were such different people, and now they're more yeah. alike than I think either of them would suspect. Hmm. But, yeah, you'd think that... I don't know. I haven't. I don't know what would happen if they would, meet, be, would meet at this point. I think you do. I think you just don't want to say. Mm, mild interesting <laughs> point, Jim. Uh, they're just... Uh, honestly, the writing is all over the map. I'm... And I'm not going to say which one isn't following the books, which one isn't, except for the one I've already done. But mm, I'm, okay. as a book reader, mildly interested in seeing how this is going to come together in the final two episodes. Or if if they're going to for the first time, because every other season, they've kind of pulled it together at the end. Like, okay, we've gone off the map, but we're going to sh- everything's going to shrink down to a single point, and we're going to get one-to-one parody with what's going on in the books. Maybe this is the first season, since they're going into kind of interleaving the various books, they're going to be like, fuck it. Uh, we're going to keep some of this stuff messed up for the long con. Hmm. Uh, don't know. Moltown got sacked. Yeah. Gilly, alive or dead? Probably alive. Baby, alive or dead? Alive. I think they're both alive. All right. Uh, Moltown is the last stop before you get to Castle Black. Looks yep. like we've got a pretty big uh, confrontation coming next next episode. Uh it's... You liked Oberon in the last fight. Do you like the Do you like the Black Brothers? Do you want to condemn him to death and back him right now? <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to condemn him to death. I think, I mean, it certainly looks bleak. They're facing you know a thousand to one odds here, a thousand men for every one that they have. Yep, it's bad news. But maybe the White Walkers come down. I mean, winter has been coming for four years now, so. Mm-hmm. You gotta wonder. That is that, a long climax. Yeah, if that army's ever gonna hit the wall, I think now is a good time for that to happen. That would be a mildly interesting clusterfuck if you just had yeah. the hundred thousand wildlings and a hundred black brothers and God knows how many white walkers. 
and Walker Baby, Craster Babies just all converge. And mm. then the Craster Wives get in it for good measure. Yep. They come riding in on giant dire wolves. <laughs> okay. Looking to do some uh, castrating of their own. All right. Have we have we not touched on anything? Uh, the only thing I I thought about while I was watching. Oh, I know we did the Sansa scenes. Yeah, we've missed some other stuff, but I want to I want to talk about Sansa before we totally okay. leave that. Um, she revealed her true identity, and everybody seemed to say, "Oh, your secret's safe with us." I don't know if that's actually true. I'm a little worried that there's a spy. In the midst there. Really? You think there might be <laughs> oh, some backstabbing? In the same episode where we see Jor-El become a sp- or <laughs> outed as a spy, <laughs> that someone else would be a spy? No, of course not. Uh, no, it's mildly interesting. Speaking of Jor-El, Jorah Mormont, yeah, he got out. I mean, this is one of the popular speculations that Tywin is going to fuck around with Danny's head and Danny's chief of staffs by... Dropping the information that she had a former spy in her midst. Seems like he did it. Did you buy? Because when I when I was reading this in the books, I was very much a two mind. I was like, "Yeah, this is all correct," but mm-hmm. and I tried to weigh which side did I come down on. Did I, if I was in Danny's position, would I forgive Jora or would I exile him? What did you? How? What was your thoughts when you're watching this scene? Or did you even so, have any kind of internal conflict as a viewer? Yeah, I did. I had an internal conflict a because this was coming from season one stuff. Like, I don't fucking understand just straight up why it's a big deal that she had Cal Drogo's baby, that she was pregnant, and that that was, seemed to be the big thing that Jor El was telling King's Landing. Well, like, who gives a fuck? So she's the last – those are the last two living descendants of the Targaryen clan okay. that he deposed. This, mm-hmm. um, Not deposed, disposed, whatever. He Did he kick the fuck out? Okay. And the fact that she's married now to a very powerful warlord in Essos. And, but one who's afraid of the water and won't get in a boat. And has a child. I mean, there's now a lineage. There's this it's, – it's kind of like, you know, you got pretenders to the throne and now they're multiplying. And the fact okay. that she's came of age, I think that's what kind of set them off and wanted them. Why I mean, they yeah, to it's, it's a seed murder. of a threat, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I okay, yeah. I I just don't know why they made such a big deal about that. Um, I guess I'd have to go watch it again to really understand it. Um, but yeah, so I I was thinking about like, do I have a problem with this being kind of revealed out of the blue? Because it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. Like, he's been advising her really well, I thought, the entire time. Sure. And yet he's a spy. Those those two things seem to conflict, in my opinion. Well, I mean, he's not currently a spy. He stopped being a spy literally the time he... Did he? Did he? Do we know that? Like, once a spy, always a spy, right? <laughs> so you really do think that... I mean, do you really think that he's been a spy this whole time? No, I don't. I actually think that he did switch allegiances at some point, but who knows? Okay. It's fucking I mean, George R. R. Also, Martin. Also, Varys himself, uh, the, the two episodes ago, or maybe it was last episode, the, the week off has fucked with me, mm-hmm. said that they haven't heard from Jorah since the failed assassination t- attempt, which would back okay. up. I mean, there's no reason to lie in a small council chambers. It seems like that he has stopped, you know, 
uh, put aside all that, especially since he yeah. had the pardon. He could have mm-hmm. let her die and leave and got what he wanted. I think that it's sure. legit. I think you're right, yeah. The fact that he saved her life. And I think that it the, it's just the fact that this – you asked me, it's like, so why was it a big deal that she's off having kids? you got to remember that Robert Baratheon fucking hated Targaryens because the Targaryen – Prince kidnapped his beloved, went, went on, a, in his opinion, a raping spree, caused this whole fucking war, um, and ended up killing her. She died as a result of this, and he just hates Targaryens uh, with, with almost um, – it's, it's like a, a crazy thing with him. So the fact that they're okay. out there having kids, and not only is it a threat to his power, but also it's a very deeply personal thing. I think you're seeing the other side of this with Jorah. Like, it's not that he was a spy. Because it's like, okay, if you if you look at it outside of Danny's perspective, Danny's 13, 14, 15, however old, old girl she's supposed to be in the series. And, uh, you know, they're, she's with her uh, uh, brother. They call the Beggar King because they have no wealth. They have no power. They literally <laughs> go to house to house and beg and sell their trinkets and their crowns and all their stuff to try to... Marry each other off. Yeah, yeah so... You know, if you're in a disgraced kind of, you know, Han Solo-ish Westerosi night, why wouldn't you do this? And then the fact that you would turn around just on the force of this girl's personality might, you know, actually be a strong indicator that this guy could be trusted. And also that you're badass and you're awesome and you've won this man over. Hmm. But he was working for Robert, the usurper, the one that is directly responsible in her mind for murdering her entire family and for putting her in this position. So with sure. her again, it's very personal. Yeah, that's a lot I of background think, stuff you got to know that. Yeah, I I don't have a. Grasp and that's what on. she was say, spitting in rapid fire. When you go back and watch this, you'll see her say that you know it's not only were you betraying me, but you betrayed him to this guy, this fucking guy. You know. Yeah, they that say the that insult. in the show, but I don't know how much of that I'm supposed to know just from the show. Yeah. I don't know either. I've read all the books and seen all the shows a million times. Yeah. It's like, they all kind of run together for me. And I have a terrible memory, so it could have been in there. <laughs> it might not have been. Who knows? Professional podcasters, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, so is there anything? I think we've covered probably in more detail than we should. Uh, we've probably. got the full cast coming up Tuesday. Anything else you want to say before we wish everyone a good night to cry to sleep on their giant pillows <laughs> over the latest savior of Westeros that has been snuffed mm. out too short? No, I'm good. He promised his paramour that he wouldn't leave her. Well, he broke that promise. <laughs> Not much consequence there, though. So uh, we will be back here Tuesday. We'd love to hear your feedback. Send it to Game of Thrones at baldmove.com. Of course, you can join our discussion threads on Facebook. Please, please, no book spoilers on the public forum threads on facebook.com slash baldmove. You can tweet stuff at Jim. Please, no spoilers, book spoilers, because he's, he's unsullied. Um, Still have my balls, though. Half a dick and, and three-quarters of testicle. Still got eight inches and, half, and semi, both my balls. Semi-solid. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 was, I was laughing. I didn't hear whether you flattered or besmirched yourself. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you can do that at game at, at uh, Bald Move, at Bald Move, literally, yeah. on Twitter.com. Jesus, let's get out of here. We'll see you guys in a couple days. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Reek. Watch it all come around as I lay on the ground. Joffrey, Cersei, Dylan, Payne, the Hound. They all think I'm lost, but I know where I'm found. I'm the blood in the north when it all comes.